1: Welcome to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your day. And of course, we want to remind you that you can find the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the Daily Hammer all at BatteryPower.com and at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. But besides me saying when it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. Let's see here. Last night, I know it wasn't the best outcome, but Austin Riley hit a home run. Tucker Davidson, or or excuse me, Tuesday night, or Wednesday night, Austin Riley hit a home run. Tucker Davidson got his first win on Tuesday. There's a certain member of Braves Twitter who just seems to be perfect to talk to at this moment, and he's actually with us right now. Alex Butler, a.k.a. Austin Riley's Rakes, has been kind enough to join me. Alex, it's the perfect timing for you, sir. Welcome to the Daily Hammer.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Sean. uh, That was a hell of an introduction. I appreciate it.
1: It's my pleasure. Um, occasionally, we love to have, you know, some of, you know, in my opinion, some of the, you know, best folks when it comes to the coverage of the Braves. I know that uh, Alex and uh, um, Cam have average chatting that they do a great job on. But more than anything, it's just an opportunity for me to talk with other passionate Braves fans, and we've got plenty to talk about. And congratulations recently, Alex, 10K, when it comes to Austin Riley's rakes, one of the best uh, Braves Twitter accounts out there. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it was it's, it's been fun. It just kind of
2: started as a, a joke account. Originally, it was Josh Donaldson's hair, and I was all in on the gimmick of speaking in the voice as though Josh Donaldson's hair was, uh, actually existed. And eventually transitioned to Austin Riley's rakes, and that seemed to stick. A lot of people followed it for whatever reason um i I like to think it's because i I provide baseball commentary that takes nothing seriously whatsoever uh but that's that's my only
1: theory whether it's you know talking about you know the anatomy of different ball players during <laughs> or what have you it's It's fun now I will ask this question you know Brave's Twitter is fun because every now and then you'll get these parody accounts you're 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 not your typical parody account there's typically great coverage and content coming from you but i i'm surprised we haven't seen it yet i haven't come across this have we come across strider's stash yet oh Has it's out there it
2: think- it 100% it's out there okay
0: okay i saw it ahead. pop
2: up in my follows one day and uh it uh we we, we, we made a Spencer Strider mustache t-shirt and uh, it was in the comments
1: every time we posted about it. Gotcha. Okay. Just making sure I, I, I had, I'm not creative enough to come up with the idea, but Alex, you know, this is, we, we love cutting it up obviously with, with the uh, folks when we have them on the daily hammer, but obviously want to talk about, you know, the Braves. And like I said, it, it's been a fun week, you know, especially for you being a big Tucker Davidson fan got the big win on Tuesday and then the Braves, you know, they have momentum disappointed on Monday on Tuesday, got the big win. Marcelo Zuna has come back to life. Another home run on Wednesday. Austin Riley looked good. But, you know, it's great to see the top of the order rounded into form. One of the better games we've seen from the top of the order this season. Max Freed was excellent against last year's Cy Young winner. And it's still not enough. The bullpen falters. Alex, I'm just going to be honest with you. It seems like almost 70% of these games, Three parts if you got three parts of a hole, the bullpen, the starting rotation, and the lineup, two of the three are good enough to win. But the third part of it, and you don't know which one it's gonna be, the third part of it is just so bad it sinks the ship more often than not. And the Braves can't get out of their own way.
2: Sean, I, I feel like somebody picked me up and dropped me down in in June of twenty twenty one. Because this is the exact same thing we, w- we were talking about with this team last year. These were the same struggles that this team had last year. They're, they're having trouble stringing wins together. Boy, does that sure sound familiar. I, 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 I don't want to say this is just kind of the MO of the early season Braves, but it, it certainly
1: bears a striking resemblance to what we saw out of them last year. You're not wrong. You, as a matter of fact, I was going to say you're not wrong. As a matter of fact, you're absolutely correct because you even go back to 2019. You know they won the they won the division four straight years, but even in 2019 when they won 97 games, I think that they were what you know a couple of games under 500 entering May. To your point, this is not something that that's unprecedented. This team typically starts out slow, but it just feels like that. You know when you look at the numbers, the you know. Though some of the Braves' best bats have been struggling, the bullpen overall has done a pretty decent job. The starting rotation has put together good starts over the past few weeks, consistently putting the Braves in position to win, but the Braves can just not put it together to get it done. And now you're looking at the Braves you know, struggling, and the Mets just keep winning. I know that it's still early, but at some point you have to hope consistency will find its way. Well,
2: Sean, I do have to. I do have to bring this up. Did uh, Did you see what happened with the Mets about five
1: minutes before we started recording? I, I will be honest. I did not. I'll, I'll be honest and make fun of me if you want. One oh, no, movie no. that me and my wife had been wanting to watch was Rebel Wilson's senior year. We just watched it. it was actually very good. So we were watching. Hey, there that. you go. Um, but no, I just saw something pop across my Twitter feed, and in the in the
2: sixth inning of the game that Max Scherzer was pitching tonight he threw what appeared to be a, a, a an unusual unusually bad slider and after the pitch his arm just kind of hung there and he looks at the dugout and just gives the throat slash said said i can't go anymore and i mean it's 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 tough to speculate in these kind of situations but if that's an injury you know with him and then DeGrom still being down for for who knows how long I, I we may have already seen the best Mets of 2022. Yes, and, and that's why right. that's why for the Braves, I, I think it's so important. You know, it's not a necessity to go on a on a 10-15 game win streak right now. You just gotta hang around, right? So well, I I know the Mets have what appears to be a fairly sizable lead. We've all seen what a Mets collapse can look like look like time and time again and I don't think any one of us would be surprised to see that as we move forward with this season and the Braves are hanging out around two three and four I think there's a maybe a half a game splitting up those three teams you don't expect the Marlins to be in that mix for for much longer Uh, and then the Phillies well they have tons of fielding and and bullpen issues like they've had for years so while looking at what the braves have done so far isn't the most encouraging thing i i and maybe this is a result of of what we saw last year but
1: i i i can't bring myself to get worried in any way yet Absolutely. And and you're exactly correct. And and it's kind of a twofold, right? There's no reason to get worried because it's mid-May. This team is talented enough to where eventually you have to have all the confidence in the world it's going to catch fire. Over the next month, legitimately, if you look at who the Braves are playing on paper, you could easily convince yourself, and it's easy to see, the Braves are the more talented team in every single series that they have over the next month. So they certainly can put it together. And the thing that I'll say is this, is that you're also right. You don't really want to pay attention to the Mets because you want to focus on yourself. There's an expanded playoffs this year. You know the Braves are eventually going to find their groove. And to your point, all they need to do is just get there. I've seen that notion a bit on Twitter. I've seen it, you know, a bit of different places now. And it makes perfect sense. There is no team right now that has shown It knows how to win once it gets to the postseason than the Braves. So to your point, it just needs to get there. But also, it would be nice to finally see some things start to break the Braves' way. One thing that I'll say, though, we're starting to see encouraging signs of, Ronald Acuna Jr. back at the top of the order. Matt Olson, Marcelo Zuna, Austin Riley all look good at different times against the Brewers. One way for the Braves to start playing to the level that we all expect them to is that top of the order to start producing like one of the best in the majors.
2: Hundred percent, and and I mean they they haven't all quite clicked in the same game yet, but they're all there. They're all they're all hitting the ball. They're all seeing it well. Ronald is a menace on the base path still. The the top of the order, to your point, is is nothing to worry about. Uh the the worry at this point would be like. Ozzie Albies, why isn't he hitting yet? We need much better out of him. He had, he had a bunch of home runs early, but it, it's it's kind of fallen off to the point where he got dropped down to fifth in the order. And, you know, I, I don't think it was realistic for us to expect Travis DeMeritt's, you know, initial production to hold up. It... it it's obviously not the same player, but we saw the same thing in Austin Riley, right? Where he comes into the league, he hits a million home runs, he's just lighting the world on fire, but then people figure out how to throw to him, and, and I think that's sort of what we're seeing with demerit here, so that that gives you two at the bottom of the order that are are, are struggling a little bit, and then, uh, I mean, Dansby is is what he is at the plate. Sometimes he's he's your best friend, sometimes he's your worst enemy, but he makes up for it in the field. And and, uh, we just need to, again, to your point, we just need the streaks to to align at some point. And I I firmly believe that that'll happen uh, at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs
1: While it's been a series where the top of the order looked very good, something else has looked extremely good. You know, over the past week has been this—you know—performance of the starting staff. Morton, his best start of the year. Kyle Wright rebounded. Anderson, his best start of the year. Tucker Davidson looked great, and then Freed pitched well enough to win today against last year's Cy Young Award winner. This is the best, best stretch of starting pitching that we have seen the Braves have, and if that can continue. That's all you can ask from the starting rotation. Put the Braves in a position to win every single night. And we've got a week straight now of the Braves pitching staff being able to do it. And it's great to see, especially with Tucker Davidson looking great with another shot at that fifth starter spot.
2: Absolutely. And, and I mean, starting with, with Charlie Morton, you know, we, we saw how, how rough his starts were to begin the season, and his interviews after his games were were very concerning to me because he was saying things to the effect of, well, I'm I'm throwing the stuff that I know gets guys out or that guys can't swing at, but they're swinging at it and they're not making outs. And he, he just seemed very lost and confused about his own stuff. Well, they made a little change before that first game, uh in milwaukee uh they started using um they started using the pitch com with him it was the first game he'd ever used it and all of a sudden he looked fantastic again so i that's my little conspiracy theory i'll throw out there onto the show it's possible that uh that some signs were being stolen whether legally or illegally um, and, and I think I, I'm, I'm going to be watching closely for the Friday game for Morton's next start to see if, uh, if that trend continues, hopefully it does, because that's not a guy that we can afford to have throwing too many 30 pitch first innings. As far as Davidson goes, like, like I said, huge, huge fan of the guy, uh, been following him closely since he was back in double a, it was phenomenal to see him come up and and get his first career win. It's, it's weird to say that he's just got his first career win because it seems like he's he's been up for a while. And uh, the first time he got called up, he pitched a, a couple of really good games, one up in Boston that I recall. But, um, yeah, it, I, I know he's elated about it. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy to think that he got his first career World Series start before he got his first career win, but here we are. Uh, I mean, life's weird like that sometimes. And, yeah, the good thing is we have Kyle Wright. Because when we came into this season, we weren't sure if we were going to get the Kyle Wright that we've always gotten or the Kyle Wright that showed up in the World Series. Turns out it was the latter. That Kyle Wright's been around all year. So, yes, we have a big question mark in our fifth rotation spot, but it could have been much worse. We were looking at having two big question marks in our rotation, and, and now to only have one is, is a little more of a luxury than I think a lot of us think.
1: Absolutely great point, and it's an outstanding point in that Kyle Wright, you know, I think that last start was his biggest start of the year because he had, you know, one thing that has always kind of, you know, hurt him really being able to find success, Alex, in the majors was giving up that one big inning. He did it against the Red Sox, but bounced right back against the Padres and pitched excellent. Another person that has been pitching excellent, though in a role that some may not feel is the best suited for him, is Spencer Strider. Now, I know another favorite of yours when it comes to the Braves is certainly Tyler Matzik, and that can be said for anyone for good reason, obviously. You know, Tyler Matzik, obviously, we wish him well. Hopefully, he will be back to normal soon. But Spencer Strider, theoretically, could be more valuable in the rotation, but it's hard to argue against how dominant he was both on Monday as well as earlier on Wednesday. Three innings pitched, I don't, he did not give up a run, and he looked absolutely magnificent. You know, Devin Williams pitched for the Braves, I believe, on Wednesday as well, but I really couldn't tell the difference in quality between those two pitchers. Though different repertoires, my point is, Spencer Strider is coming into his own as an absolute weapon out of the pen with Kenley Jansen and others. 100%. And,
2: and I firmly believe that as of, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that, that the plan was for, for Strider to get the the start uh, in, in the spot that Tucker Davidson ended up taking. But with with Matzik going down, I mean, the, what better candidate to fill that Matzik you know, sixth, seventh, eighth high leverage role than than Spencer Strider, uh, if for no other reason than to see if if he's capable of handling those kind of situations. He's certainly got the stuff for it. You love to see a guy throwing triple digits coming out of the pen, um, and we're still talking about a guy that was in low A ball to start the season last year. So, so yes, I, I would love to see him as a starter. I know, I know most people listening probably would as well, but
1: this route probably makes more sense for him, in my opinion. No doubt about it. You are, you're maximizing his strengths right now and you're letting him figure out what makes sense in facing um, the rest of the, of the national league. And I think to your point, there's a little bit of added strategy here for the Braves, a little bit of an advantage, you know, typically you see these young starters when they come out, they get in the starting rotation, they may have initial success, but then the league figures them out after, you know, a time or two through the league after a full season or two. With Strider coming in as a reliever, he's able to have a bit better job. I'm not being figured out as much by other teams, but figuring them out and you're also utilizing him a lot of times against the other teams' best hitters, which is going to accelerate his ability of how to figure out how to adjust and thrive in the majors. So there is added benefit here potentially for him to use this kind of as a stepping stone to be great out of the bullpen and then perhaps in the future be looking to make the most of it if he does become a part of the rotation. It's just
2: wild to me that that this guy I don't 18 20 months ago or so was was pitching at Clemson. Uh <laughs> to the 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 ascent that he's made has been been just uh, un. I don't want to say unprecedented, but he might've actually been the first person to, to go through every level of baseball in one season for the Braves. Um, I, I, if, if there have been others there, there weren't many, maybe Andrew Jones or somebody like that. Um, but, but yeah, any, any capacity they want to put him on the field, I'm
1: fine. I, I just want to see the kid play. Absolutely. And, and, and the thing that I'll say is this, is that one of the things that he brings to the table is the fact that with his heat, you had, that's a new element that you've not really seen. I mean, you saw it, Tyler Matzik, to be honest with you, is probably the most comparable person when it comes to, you know, actual velocity that we've seen from the left side. And it just makes you hope that Madsick hopefully will be able to get healthy. And then you have both of those guys to be able to utilize with Will Smith and Kimley Jansen out of the pen. But, Alex, I, I can't let you go without getting your thoughts so far on Austin Riley. This season is kind of gone like we anticipated. Last year, it seemed like that, you know, a, a high batted at batting average on balls in play kind of boosted his average a little bit. We've seen it kind of fall just a tad. But as yesterday showed when he connected on a pretty mammoth home run off Corbin Ooh. Burns, this guy is locked in, and he is here to stay hopefully for the next decade plus as a mainstay last year was not a mirage. It was the start of one of the best sluggers in baseball and it's continued so far this season.
2: Yeah. And, and that I'm, I don't know who taught it to him. Uh, I, I like to think it was chipper because he was working with the team quite a bit last year, but the, the eye that that Riley has been able to develop at the plate over the last two seasons, just, it it's it's mind-boggling to see how quick of a transition he made from not being able to make contact to he's one of the harder guys to get out on the entire roster. I mean we we know the powers there. I think we can realistically expect this guy to be a, a 30 plus home run guy every single year. But he's also looking like he can give us, you know, 270, 280, uh at the plate consistently because he's, he's, he's seeing the ball better. He's making better contact. Uh, he's not swinging for the fences every single time he's at the plate. Like he was when he first came up to the, to the league and they were just throwing him meatballs. It, and on top of that, while maybe this isn't the best time to mention it because he did have uh, have an error or two in the last couple of series, but he's been very defensively sound as well with the exception of of the aforementioned errors he's he's been a a, a ray of sunshine at, at third base I, I mean we we kind of thought when we made the transition from Josh Donaldson to Austin Riley that we were we were taking a step back in at third base defensively um but as as Austin's continued to develop he's uh he's becoming a really complete player which which is probably the biggest surprise because uh, a lot of us, I think, just expected him to come up and be this big burly slugger. And and he's that too, but he's also a lot of other
1: things. Absolutely. And what he has been is an absolute blessing for a team that needed a complimentary piece to come into play with Ronald being who he is Ozzie Albies being who he is. Obviously we had Freddie, but now we've got Matt Olson. The thing at the end of the day, if you haven't read the piece, I know Alex is is a pretty avid fan of baseball writings as well. One of the best pieces that I've read when it comes to the Braves over the past year was Keith Law, who was notorious among Bravesdom Braves country for having a pretty low opinion of Austin Riley coming through the minors. He gave Austin Riley his flowers with the adjustment that he made um, in April of last year and how it was maintained. So, so it's certainly a lot of fun to see. And I certainly know that there's no better spokesperson for Austin Riley's rakes than the man himself. <laughs> I, I, I kind of, I, I
2: felt a, a responsibility when he first came into the league to try to get this guy name recognition. Turns out he didn't need my help in any way, shape or form, but, uh, I I'm, I'm still around doing it anyway.
1: I'm just hoping for one day that we get the that we get the official video, Austin Riley giving the stunner <laughs> to Alex Butler. I, Alex, I, man, I, it, go ahead. I'll take it happily. <laughs> His name is Alex Butler. You can find him at Austin Riley's Rakes on Twitter, also part of the Average Chatting Podcast. Alex, I'm sure this won't be the last time we have you, but it's been an absolute pleasure. Been great getting to talk with you. Thanks for the great insight, sir. Likewise, Sean. Thank you very much. Name is Alex Butler again. Austin Riley's rakes on Twitter, one of the best out there when it comes to Braves coverage and also one of the, fun, the funniest when it comes to overall great content. Thanks so much for Alex for joining us. You can find myself at Stats SAC on Twitter. You can follow the Battery Power Podcast, Road to Atlanta Podcast, Daily Hammer Free on all podcast platforms. Make sure you hit that subscribe button also at BatteryPower.com and at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. My name's Sean Coleman. His name is Alex Butler. Thanks so much again to him for joining us. We'll talk with you again soon, previewing the series against the Marlins on the next edition of the Daily Hammer. Have a great day.